The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to an engaging hour with a variety of angels as our guests. Welcome to Angel Healing Party with your host, Andrea Keller. Andrea is your angel intuitive, here to help you find out more about your life just by asking the angels whatever is on your mind, or more importantly, on your heart. Now, here is your guide, Andrea Keller. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show this week. I'm so excited this week we've got Radley Valentine here as a guest. So we will be chatting with him in a couple of minutes. I just wanted to first set up my intent as always. So why I am doing this show in the first place is because I feel I just felt a calling on my heart to just draw attention of the angels to everybody that's listening because we do all have guardian angels and they talk to us every day. So my intent in this show is just to hold the space for these angels to relay messages of light and love to you today. So what I would like to do to begin with is just to guide you in a quick little meditation just to allow yourself to relax and open up to receiving the messages for you today. So I will just invite you to sit in a comfortable position, feeling your feet on the floor or your sacrum on the chair, wherever you are, and just take a few deep breaths, and you're just going to allow yourself to become present. And then I'm going to have you just visualize opening up your heart space right now. Allowing any blockages of fear or anxiety to be released. And we're going to call in your guardian angel right now. And I'm going to call on four of the archangels that I love to work with to guard and protect your sacred space wherever you might be right now. So first I'm going to call on Archangel Raphael, who's the guardian and the archangel of the East to guard and protect your sacred space today. And then I'm going to call on Archangel Michael, who's the guardian and ruler of the South, to come and guard and protect your sacred space. And then I would like to call on Archangel Gabriel, who's the Archangel and ruler of the West, to guard and protect your sacred space. And last but not least, I'd like to call on Archangel Uriel, guardian and ruler of the North, to come in to guard and protect your sacred space. And I just trust that you will be able to open those hearts so that you'll receive whatever you need to hear today for your highest and greatest good. So with that, we're now going to talk with Radley. Are you there, Radley? Hey there, how are you? 
Great. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. (laughs) Well, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So for those of you out there, um, I just want to do a quick intro for you. So Radley is actually an author at Hay House, and he's a professional intuitive and co-author with Doreen Virtue of the best-selling Angel Tarot Cards and Archangel Power Tarot Cards and many more. And I actually personally had the privilege of meeting Radley at the Certified Angel Card Reading class in Vancouver. He was leading it along with Doreen, and I had a chance to get my picture taken with him, and it was there that we set up this meeting. So, so, so honored. So thank you, Radley. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Here. Yeah. So let's see. What we've kind of decided between the two of us is that we're just going to leave this conversation open to spirit, just to allow spirit to guide us. And towards the end, we're going to tag team and give people readings if they would like to call in. So the toll-free number, we'll be bringing this up again later, but for those listening right now that want to write it down, um, the number is 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795, and there will be a chance for you to call in later. Okay, so first thing that where we can maybe start with this conversation is I would love to hear how a little bit about your journey as far as how you because you were an accountant and you were working uh-huh. in finance, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm a recovering certified public accountant. Wonderful, yeah. And then you made this transition coming into, well, being an intuitive and author. So what kind of, what did the push feel like for you to step from being an accountant and into more like coming out of the spiritual closet per se? Um, you know, I was always kind of the kid with something extra. So, and, and I had a, <clears throat> a very open-minded mom um, who raised me. So, you know, it's, I had spiritual experiences when I was young and for lots of different reasons, um, um, traditional religion with quotation marks around it wasn't really working for me. I was raised in the South, which is probably not a shock to anybody listening to me for very long, um, mm. but I was raised in the South and that didn't work for me. And so, I was very open to non-traditional thoughts about spirituality by the time I was in my late teens, early 20s. Um, I was very called towards angels. I was really interested in them. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I went online. There just weren't very many teachers in Knoxville, Tennessee. There just weren't. And so mm-hmm. I found a teacher online whose name was Carla Slack, and she was really into angels, and so she was sort of my first teacher, but she was also into tarot. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> And while those seem like strange bedfellows to folks, that's kind of how I wound up being interested in both of those things. But you know, I you know it was it was the time that it was, and I um, had a degree, had gotten a degree in accounting almost by accident. <laughs> and, yeah. And, yeah. Almost. And, nice. Um, 
I, you know, I, I followed that, and, and it was good for me. I, I, I liked it because I'm quirky and I'm unusual, and, and it made me, it allowed me to be able to see things in a different way, and I wasn't the typical accountant, and people liked that. And so, you know, doing accounting was great, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it wasn't really until um, my late 30s when um, someone gave me John Holland's book, Born Knowing, Mm. Um, and that really did it for me. <laughs> Great, so yeah. It, it really did. I, I read it on the beach, and I, I just felt like someone had been following me around my whole life because it felt like my story, and I was just determined I was going to go to Arthur Finley College, and, and I, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. which is, for your listeners who don't know, it's the real Hogwarts. I mean, ooh, really? Ooh, yeah. there's one of those out there. That's cool. Yeah, it's in England, and <laughs> okay. I'm, John went there, and okay. I, I, I was determined I was going to go there, and and um, but but then I I crossed paths with Doreen Virtue. <clears throat> oh, and, like person? Um, yeah, and so I, you know, I took her oh. class, and and it was just like this instant connection between her and me. It was it was. So clearly, past life. She had so clearly been my teacher before mm. that we just instantly connected. And you know, between John and Doreen, and and you know, it, and me really starting down the path of metaphysics and spiritualism, and 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 really following that. That you know, I started to realize, wow, my days as an accountant are probably numbered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is so interesting. So, yeah, I find with, um, how did you actually like step in then towards doing this professionally? Um, well, I, I took Doreen's Angel Therapy Practitioner course, and I took John Holland's Professional Mediumship course, and I started taking other classes as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime, I started to plan my exodus from the world that was accounting, and um, there came a day where, I, I, I mean, it was, I didn't actually have the date planned, it, you know, I didn't come in, I didn't have it in my mind, that it was going to be like October 5th or whatever day it was, it was in October, but I, I, mm-hmm. I did, I did walk in one day and sit down at my computer, and I was not, I was just physically not able to log in. Oh, wow. I just, I just yeah. could not, I couldn't log in. I, I mm-hmm. couldn't do it. And I, I went to uh, tell my supervisor um, um, that I was going to quit, and she was having a supremely bad day. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and she had a really bad temper. And yeah. so I went into her office to tell her, and I went right back out of her office and decided to tell her tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nice. but you know, I had decided, and so then I could log on, and then I could do my work. But um, mm. I gave them a month's notice, and and I quit, and I started doing readings um, mm-hmm. for a brick and mortar store, a brick and mortar um, bookstore that was here in um, Denver, Colorado, and then I started doing them online, and mm-hmm. um, I continued to. Um, <clears throat> Um, help Doreen with her events, and one day uh, she and I were at the International New Age Trade Show, and mm-hmm. 
I had this idea of, of wanting to do tarot with angels or tarot that was that matched what I believe tarot really was, not the way it's perceived by people with the guy with laying face down in a pool of blood with ten swords, but yeah, but, you know, but how I saw it, and she, unbeknownst to me, had the same dream. And uh, she got done with her book signing at INATS and went and found me, and I was doing tarot cards. And that's it, it was like it was like that old commercial. You're probably too young, Andrea, but there was this commercial <laughs> a million years ago where these two people bump into each other, and one of them has chocolate, and the other one has peanut butter. And one says, "You got chocolate in my peanut butter," and the other person says, "You got peanut butter in my chocolate." Right. And that's how Reese's cups were formed, and we literally had that moment with angels and tarot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a great analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I love that. That's so often how the universe works. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes we'll get these roadblocks, you know, like even how you were saying you couldn't sign on. And yeah. or like little things like little glitches will happen like that in our life. And sometimes it gets frustrating. I mean, in your case, it was kind of a little bit more obvious, right? You were there and you're in tune to it. But um, sometimes it can take a little bit of time to understand that this is a sign that maybe you need to pay attention, maybe make a change or a shift might be coming in your life, something like that. But then there's also the beauty of like how you were saying what happens with Doreen there. It's like there was just that automatic flow and it came with grace and with ease. So... Is there anything um, that you might want to add around that, like the signs between when there's um, blockages or maybe things aren't going so so correctly versus when things do happen with grace and ease? Do you know, like, you know what I'm trying to say on that on that wavelength? No, actually, you're saying it beautifully, and I'm and frankly, I'm thrilled you're bringing it up because this is something that I feel very strongly about, and it's something, and even relates to the way in which I teach tarot. I mean, I think part of the way that we get to have a magical life, the, the, the way in which we get to have joy, to manifest our dreams, is when we realize, when we come to the full realization that the universe is on our side. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's... it's you. We, we forget that. We, we think, why is this happening to me? And, oh, I must have done something wrong in a prior life, or I'm mm-hmm. a bad person, or whatever, whatever things our egos start to tell us. But the truth of the matter is, the universe is a compass towards joy. And every time we are not marching in the right direction, the universe is going to try to get our attention. Now, the problem mm-hmm. with that <laughs> is yeah. that it's very difficult for the universe to get our attention because we aren't listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we, we aren't listening. We're taught this whole thing in society about just keep marching on and work hard and, and put in 70 hours this week and, and this whole thing that we're taught when really we need to be listening. But, and so when the universe cannot get our attention because we aren't hearing what it's saying to us, it starts to put things in front of us. And so we can walk down a path, and a tree has fallen across that path, and we can see now our road is blocked. And we can sit there and we can bemoan the fact that it's five miles back in order to take that why in the road that we didn't take, that fork in the mm-hmm. road that we didn't take, that if we'd listened to our angels, we would have taken. And we can bemoan that fact, or we can stop and go, wait a minute, this mm-hmm. would not be here unless right. the 
I am heading in the wrong direction, and there is a more joyful direction for me to go in. There is a happier place mm-hmm. for me to be than mm-hmm. here. And if we can do that, if we can look at these things that kind of get in our way and, and, and take them in that direction and believe that and, and respond to them in this positive way, then the universe doesn't have to add five more trees. Yes, that's but so perfect. But every time perfect. we don't respond, what happens is the universe has to make the the blockage in front of us more intense and perhaps more uncomfortable until mm-hmm. it has our attention, until we start to turn around and move in the direction towards joy. Mm-hmm. So that's a beautiful affirmation to hold on to and just to, for listeners that are out there too, just to switch that up, to really pull in and believe that the universe is truly on our side and that when these things happen, they're happening for our highest and greatest good. So we actually, I want to talk a lot more about this, but we're just going to need to take a quick break here. So... When we get back, we will talk more about manifesting wonderful and exciting things into your life and whatever else Spirit's going to guide us to talk about. So you're listening to Voice America. We have Radley Valentine here as a guest on the Angel Healing Party. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. It has been foretold that this is a time of great change in the consciousness of the planet. What is the paradigm shift required to usher in a new reality? Join avatars Peggy and David as they introduce a new and fresh living spirituality which will stretch you and cause you to question everything you have learned on your spiritual journey. Tune in every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel for The Avatars, ushering in a new beginning. And get ready for a provocative discussion that will challenge many of your most cherished spiritual beliefs. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to andkeh at outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. Hi, 
Hi, we're back, and we have Radley Valentine with us today as our guest. And we've just been discussing how sometimes the universe puts blockages in our paths, and we kind of have two choices. We can either see these as a sign that maybe there's something we need to listen to here. There might be need a change we need to make and choose to see it as a sign that something maybe even better is coming our way. Or we can look at it and just be really frustrated, get really angry at the universe and play essentially the victim role. And so... I feel like kind of where we're going today is encouraging the listeners to really understand that the universe is truly on our side and that when things happen, it truly is they're happening to guide us and lead us into something that will benefit us on an even stronger or deeper level. Anything you want to add about that, Radley? (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) I think you said it very, very well. But I, I, it's just one of the one of the things in that I have come to believe creates the experience that I want to have, and that is the that is the belief system that the universe loves us. That that right. the universe is not against us. The universe isn't even benign. The un- spirit adores us, loves mm-hmm. us, wants us to thrive, wants us to be in joy, wants us to have the best possible experience that we could have at every given moment. It's just this life, this immersion into humanity can be so dense and so mm-hmm. distracting and so full of the what I like to call the tyranny of the urgent. You know, which which you know, it's it's whatever's the most important whatever's the most urgent takes over our life in that moment. And it may not be if we were to stand back the most the, the most valuable thing for us to be using our time with, the most important thing for us to be using our time with, but it's the thing that snags the time from us. And so mm-hmm. what I like people to do, and, and that's the same energy that I've infused in my work with, with tarot, has been to show people that it's like, you know what, the, if, if tarot, pull, if you pull a card from a tarot deck, and that card says something along the lines of, you're heading in the wrong direction. There's a, there's a problem with your plans. Mm-hmm. Then that isn't a scary card. There are no bad cards in tarot. There aren't. Mm-hmm. That card is basically saying, hey, heads up. Would you like to be happier? Because there's a kink in your plan. Mm-hmm. And if you fix it, if you make a change then your plan will go better and you'll be happy. Now, what's bad about that, about that card? <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. What's bad about the card that says, you know, a situation has ended that you don't like? You know, mm-hmm. one of the, the scenarios that I always talk about is in, in traditional tarot, there's a card called Ten of Swords, and it's a man lying face down in a pool of blood with ten swords in his back. Now, oh, yes. I mean, I mean, oh my gosh, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you pull that card for a client or for yourself, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a breathe into a brown paper bag moment. Yeah, for and, sure. And you can't get the message, and and how melodramatic anyway? I mean, ten swords wouldn't one sword have done? You know, mm-hmm. and so we changed that imagery because that card really wanted to just say this situation is complete. 
Right. But because mm-hmm. tarot was written in a language that's 600 years old now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and back, in that, back in those times, that was a way to say something was complete. But we don't need that now. Souls that are incarnating on this planet at this time are much more sensitive. They're much more developed. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see that. No, but they sure. are happy to get the message that something is over that they really don't want to deal with anyway mm-hmm. anymore. So why not present that to people in a way in which that they that the message is accessible. The message can be understood by them and taken in mm-hmm. without making making it be so horrible or secretive or scary or mm-hmm. hidden. So we got rid of that. Yeah. And that's, that's beautiful. Because really, sorry? No, please just, go. Oh, I just thought, um, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, too, I find when I'm doing readings, and that's kind of what I've committed to as well within my practice, is at the end of the day to come from that place of love. Because people will receive messages no matter how scary they might look if you're coming from a place of love. But, yeah, coming from a place of fear, it just exacerbates the whole problem, and it's just um, not a good space to live in. And you can't even really fully receive the message because you just put up all these walls and defenses right away anyways, right? right? So mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful that you've I, – I actually personally work with the deck that you've created, and it is a very powerful deck. And it's beautiful. All the messages are so beautiful. So, yes, I really appreciate all of the, you can feel the love in the cards. So, thank you for that. (laughs) Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so for people who, for the listeners that are listening to this and maybe going through, they're thinking to themselves, oh, maybe these last few things that have been going on in my life are signs that I need to make a change. Mm -hmm. What would you say to those listeners right now that are... Maybe hearing some, maybe some bells are going off. Well, I mean, <laughs> several things come immediately to mind. I mean, the first thing that I would do is if you feel that you're getting messages that, um, that it's time for a change, that I, I would ask myself, all right, do you think you're getting messages that it's time for a change or do you know you're getting mm. messages that it's time for a change? Because the... I think the, the the path that you take depends on that. If you know that you're getting messages, that it's time to make a change, embrace it. Mm-hmm. I promise it's not going to go anywhere but to a place of greater happiness in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, no matter how challenging that change may be, it's very challenging to leave our partners of 15 years. It's very challenging and frightening to quit mm-hmm. our secure job that makes us miserable. <laughs> right, right. It's very challenging to say, I am going to pull up roots and not live where I've lived my whole life and go someplace where I know nobody. Those are big, challenging things. But I mm-hmm. promise, if you're getting the guidance to go there, then I promise you that what is waiting for you at the other end of that is nothing but joy. 
Mm-hmm. And so embrace it and do it. Make a plan and go. Now, that's not to say make do it all willy-nilly. I mean, there is still the part of me that's the recovering certified public accountant. I mean, the left mm-hmm. side of my brain still exists. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I like to tell people is that if you believe, if with all of your heart, I mean, there's no fear, no doubt, no worry that you can quit your job, divorce your spouse, and move cross-country, and everything will be fine, then you know what? I think it will. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you're feeling guided to do those things, but you feel scared, you feel worried, you're unsure, mm-hmm. then there, there's your trouble. And that's why I say make a plan. Because mm-hmm. when we make a plan, when we, when we say, I'm going to save this much money and I'm going to start sending my resume out to get, maybe getting a part-time job where I'm going so I can do what I really want to do the other half of the time, or you make some sort of map to where you want to go, what you're doing is you're silencing the ego. Mm-hmm. So you're making it, when you have this plan, it's easier for you to believe Right. You will be a success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the plan isn't so much about worldly things. The plan is about silencing the ego. Right. right? And that, <clears throat> yeah, that brings up another good point because for our listeners out there, that sometimes um, maybe something that they're telling themselves, how do I know that this decision I'm, wa- I'm wanting to make or step into, how do I know if that's just my ego talking or if that's my heart's desire? So what I would tell people then is now it's time to start talking to your angels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, either talking to your angels or, I mean, preferably talk to your angels. If, if you just are not in a place spiritually right now where you believe you can do that, then call Andrea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let yeah. her talk to your angels for you. But right. start, listening, start asking for signs. One right. of the primary things that people have to know about working with angels, and you, I know you know this, Andrea, is you have to ask. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm, right. I'm a sci-fi nerd. It's one of the few. It's one of those things that not a lot of people know. I am a sci-fi nerd. I admit it. And <laughs> and so, for anyone out there who watches Star Trek, there's this thing called the Prime Directive, and it means you cannot interfere with a with another society. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. angels have a Prime Directive. They cannot interfere. So the the. Mm-hmm. Start asking. Write the word A-S-K on a post-it note and put it on the dashboard of your car. Put it on the mirror in the bathroom where you're putting on your makeup. Put it on your PC. But do whatever it takes to remind yourself to ask your angels for clear and easily to understand signs of what Mm -hmm. you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you'll yeah. get magical, amazing signs. You know, if you're thinking about moving to Florida and you just don't know whether you should do it, then suddenly in the morning you'll be in your car and the car in front of you will have a license plate from Florida. And then a U-Haul van will come zipping by and you know they always have a city on the side of them and it'll say Miami. And then you'll get to to work and, and someone will introduce you to this woman and her name 
name is Florida. But yeah. the, the, the angels will give you signs. They'll show you that, yeah, yes. you're headed in the right direction. Yeah, that's so perfect. Yeah, we actually had just, the last week, we, the, on our last show, had talked about signs and exactly what you were saying, how signs will come through license plates, through other people, through, yes, bumper stickers, whatever it might be. So that is great, great advice. Love it. <laughs> and, and don't, you know, the other thing, too, is don't presume that because things are not happening perfectly exactly as you imagine that they should happen that that is a that is a message from god or the angels that you're not headed in the right direction i mean we so often what we try to do is we try to tell the angels not just what we want but the way in which we want it to happen Mm-hmm. And that's a very human thing to do. We love control here. And, mm-hmm. and, and the, but the truth of the matter is, is sometimes there's a better way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. we only see part of the dream. We only see part of the way that we could find joy in our lives. And if we, if we just tell the universe, this is what I want, this is what I and leave the how to God. Mm-hmm. You know, my my dear friend Doreen always likes to say, let go, let God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so let the universe take you in the perfect path. Be open to it. You know, it's you may think you want to go to Florida via Texas, but perhaps you're going to meet your soulmate if you go there via Oklahoma. Right. Things out of the way. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on where you live. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But, you know, it might seem out of the way, but what joy might Mm -hmm. be along the path? Right. So that leads me to um, another question that people might be wondering is, there is, you know, how you can just listen to your intuition, what we've been saying, and ask for signs, and then allow the universe to guide us as we continue down this path. However, there's also the idea of manifesting that can come into play there as well. So, and so do you have anything that you can kind of touch on around that? Like, how does manifesting and our power to manifest and create a reality, how does that kind of fit into this picture? Well, I, I think that, that one of the keys to manifesting what we want is, first of all, is belief. And so, right. if you need to manifest $10,000. That seems like, that might, that might to you seem like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if it seems like an unsurmountable amount of money, then your ability to manifest that, you're just not going to be in the flow of law of attraction. You're just not going to be there. Right. And so that's why when I'm telling people if they want to try to start manifesting, start with $10. Right. <laughs> because what yes. you're doing is you're building up your muscles. Tell the universe, I need $10 to fall out of the sky. Well, you know what? That is conceivable <laughs> to people. people yeah. You can find a $10 bill laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. You can find a $10 bill stuck in a pocket of a pair of pants that you had forgotten it was in. And, and people can grasp that. But once you, can, once you ask the universe for $10, and again, I, I should back up and say this is a metaphor, okay? Right. Sorry, the accountant. But this is a metaphor. Yeah. So 
You can ask the universe for $10, but once you realize, I can ask the universe for $10, and you know what? $10 shows up. I'm going to go for 20 Right. Mm-hmm. So That's, we're building yeah. up those muscles when we start to try to manifest. And one of the ways that I think works for manifesting is when we find when we have a, a methodology that we believe in. For example, I have a glass pyramid, all right? I bought it because it was pretty. <laughs> right. Okay? It, it was pretty. But yeah. somewhere in there, I got it, I, I don't know if I read it or if I just made it up in my head, but somewhere I just got it in my head that if I printed like a mini vision board, it's Totally mini. It's just on regular eight and a half by eleven paper, mm-hmm. and 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 put what I wanted to create and rolled that paper up into a ball and put it inside that glass pyramid and shut the lid. That that was manifesting stuff, and now it works for me every time. Nice, nice, right? It's, I believe in it. It proved itself to me. Mm-hmm. So I believe that you know traditions or little. Um, ways in which we come to have traditions of ways in which we want to manifest things, it's the, it's the belief that we put into them that makes them work. Beautiful. Yeah, so that would be a great place to start then, to just have people who are wanting to experience and, and try to manifest, to just try to begin with something small and simple. And as you were saying, that will help build up those muscles and then they can go and, and yeah, ultimately to allow them to just believe in the ability mm-hmm. to manifest. Well, so. And ask, ask your angels. And don't, ask. You know, it's just, it's, you know, it's like you, if you don't ask, I mean, it's like my grandmother used to say to me, it's like, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's right. You That's know? right. And. And it's just true. It's it's just absolutely true. You've got to ask for what you want in order to be able to get it. And that mm-hmm. works with the, the law of attraction, putting yourself into the joy. And another thing that I think is an empow- is a very powerful manifesting tool is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I personally believe that gratitude is the fuel of the universe. That is wonderful. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about gratitude (laughs) and how we can use that in our day-to-day life. So for those of you that would still like to call in for a reading, you are more than welcome to do that in the last part of our show now. So you can call this number. It's 1-866-472-5795. Again, the number to call in for a reading is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five, and we will be able to take callers. But otherwise, when we get back, we will hear what Radley has to say about gratitude. Thanks, Radley. The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. On the program Inside Out, our outsides match our insides. Join host Beth Green along with co-host James Maynard for an insightful weekly journey that lets us all be real with no boundaries. We'll discuss current events, interview amazing guests, challenge old ideas, and see ourselves and our world more clearly. 
It's about you as much as us. So you're invited to call in, write in, and most of all, tune in. Listen for Inside Out, live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You're listening to Angel Healing Party with Andrea Keller. To reach the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to A-N-D-K-E-H at Outlook.com. Now back to Angel Healing Party. We are back, and today we have Radley Valentine as our guest host. And I've been loving all the wonderful, rich information he's been giving us so far. So our phone lines are open, and we will be taking your calls. But in the meantime, we are just in the middle about talking about gratitude with Radley. So we were just cut off at the commercial break. So what were you saying about gratitude and how that can play such a huge role in our life? Personally, I just believe that when we stop and, we, and, and give gratitude for the things that we have, more things come into our life. It's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of positivity and negativity. If you focus on that which you do not have, then what are you going to get? More of what you do not have. If you focus on the things that you do have, if you focus on the beauty in your life, then what are you going to get? You're going to be bringing in more of those things. So that's why I always like to say that gratitude is the fuel of the universe. The more gratitude you put into your tank, the farther down the road of the life that you want that you are going to, you're going to make it to. That's, that's just how gratitude works. So I mm. consider gratitude to be one of the primary manifesting tools um, in people's pockets. So those tools for me are, again, asking, mm-hmm. listening, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Catching and being the signs. When, when mm-hmm. those beautiful things start to show up in our lives. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm going to turn the tables on you. What is your favorite manifesting tool, Andrea? <laughs> yeah, you know, I always, I'm very true to my heart. So when it comes to manifesting and or let's say, actually, the other night I had a falling star, and I like to still believe in that old <laughs> theory that when you see a falling star, you can make a wish. So to me, that's kind of all the same idea. So I will always just tap in and tune or listen to my heart. And when I 
when I feel a desire or a dream that I'm wanting to accomplish in my own life, then I'll write it out and I will just hold that expectation and just kind of know that it will come to fruition in the divine timing. So I guess also along with that, when I do write or come from a place where I feel it's completely from my heart, then I do hold the belief that when we come from that place, the dream will happen because I believe that the dream is there to begin with as part of our life purpose. That makes sense. It does. You know what I love about what you said? What? <laughs> Is, well, because what you said was you, you make a wish and you believe that it will happen, but then you added something that is so important, in divine timing. Mm-hmm. And, and the, those words, that just you know, it's like you can believe, um, you can believe that something's going to happen, but mm-hmm. not release it into the universe so it can happen. Just you saying, by adding in divine timing, there's an aspect of Andrea that's, that's, that's releasing. She's letting go. She's saying, this is my wish. I believe it will happen, and I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let the universe decide mm-hmm. how and when this happens. We have right. a saying in, in, the, in the South, and it, it's really dorky, so you can laugh. It's okay. Everybody always does. But yeah. it's called squeezing the soap. Nice. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you, if you have a wet bar of soap in a wet hand and you squeeze it, what's going to happen? It's just going to go flying out of your hands, right? You're right. not going to get to hold it. And so mm-hmm. when we make a wish, when we make a dream, we don't want to hold it and squeeze it. Mm-hmm. We, have mm-hmm. to, we have to hold it lightly in our hands so that it can manifest, so that it can be free. And that's, that's what I loved about what you said because you mm-hmm. didn't say specifically, oh, I'm going to release it. But the way in which you said it indicated that you knew that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always so many other factors in play, right? So, and that's where it kind of comes back to what we were saying at the very beginning. If you can just hold on to that belief that everything happens at the right time for our highest and greatest good and that the universe is on our side, then it kind of just helps you to release it too with a little bit more ease because you'll be able to just build up those muscles of trust. Well, and, and another thing too that I think is, is important for people to always just sort of remember is that it, it's not always about us. <laughs> you know, nice. I, I, I like to sometimes think of the universe as a gig- as an amazing magical traffic cop. Okay, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so what if? I've, this, hap- this comes up, I think, a lot for me with people who are wanting to sell their homes. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so they're like, they call and, and they ask me for readings and they're like, why am I, my house, my house won't sell, my house won't sell, my house won't sell. And yet, it's like, you know what, it's okay, calm down. The stars are lining up. Mm-hmm. The house mm-hmm. that's perfect for you isn't available yet. Right, the right. people who are perfect to buy your house for the, for the optimum amount of money mm-hmm. do not yet have their house sold. So 
So sometimes we have to stop and just pause and go, okay, the stars are going to line up, but mm-hmm. it can't happen right this second. Right. And sometimes I believe that it's even possible that if I ask for a blue car, mm-hmm. but I wind up with a red car instead, mm-hmm. I have to trust that there was a reason why the red car is better. Maybe right. I won't get sideswiped in the red car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Or someone needed the blue car more than me. Right. Exactly. And it just wasn't that important to me. So, you know, this is all still, once again, it's, it's all, this whole conversation is so perfectly circular. This is all mm-hmm. about trusting the universe that really it does have our best intentions in mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so true. I love it. So we actually have a caller here. We have a a few people. So I think we'll just be able to take, we just have time for one of these callers. Okay. So let's, yeah, let's have, um, looks like we have somebody by the name of Gina. So we'll see if we can get Gina on the line. And we have maybe about a, a five-minute reading here that we can offer someone. <laughs> okay. So, is Gina, are you there? I am. Oh, beautiful. Hi. Hi. Um, so, you have a question well, for us today? I would like a, a, a reading. I have talked to Radley before. <laughs> Gina, from your old show, One Two Radio on One Two Radio. Oh, cool. <laughs> you remember <laughs> nice. me? Oh, <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. I've called you and talked to you a few times. I just have listened to you for so many, for a couple of years, and I just saw your post and I had to call you because I just wanted to hear your voice again. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Excellent. Nice. So you have a question today then for for the angels? I guess whatever the angels want me to know um in relation to whatever comes up, you know, either relationship, career, whatever, whatever feels right. Perfect. Okay. Okay, Gina. So what I'm doing is I'm just grabbing my angel throw cards and just whatever they want you to know. And I'm pulling real quick three cards. So the okay. first card, oh, wow, these are great cards. Okay, so the first card is release. Okay, and so this is a card that's sitting in the past. It tells me that there's been a recent end of a phase or a situation in your life, something that's kind of fine, that's come to a a close. There might have been some sadness around that because release is a card that sometimes has sadness, but it tells us that it's time to move on. But the beauty part is that it's leading to the world, okay? The world is is not just completion, but successful completion. So with, with release and the world, jam together, what that kind of tells me is at at first this will seem like a sad ending, but then you'll realize, oh, now this is a joyful ending. This is a wonderful thing. Six of fire is falling hot on its heels and it's victory, good news that's on its way. I mean, are you aware of an ending that just happened in your life? Well, my mom passed away uh, early spring. Oh. Well, that's so funny. Andrea and I were just talking about how my mom passed away um, mm-hmm. in the last year during the commercial break. Oh. And, 
Uh, yeah, and and, and so and, and release is a card that has Archangel Azrael. It's the I mean, this is the card in traditional tarot that used to be called Death. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this is perfect. But she, yeah. this is this is going to come full circle for you, Gina. This is about you coming into your own in a way in which you haven't ever actually experienced. Your mom's still around. Her effect mm-hmm. of you is still around, and yet the part of you that can take what she taught you and now fly with it, that she's on the other side. I have experienced so many things. Whenever someone passes away in my life, miracles happen immediately afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do. What about you, Andrea? Yeah, so I pulled a couple of cards, and it's funny that you just ended right there with miracles happening, because that's what I had pulled as a miracle healing card. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, I do, when I look at this card, I do sense actually that her presence is still very much with you, because when I'm looking at this card, I see almost like an angelic, kind of a, a motherly type presence with you at this moment. And I also received the letting go card. So I'm just wondering if there's any, there might possibly be any emotion that you might still be carrying on um, other than grief. Like there, I don't know if there's guilt or anything like that that you might have or, um, but just the idea of whatever you might be carrying in that regards to let that go. And also, I'm also just kind of being reminded too of the idea that the angels can really help us with our grief at this time as well. And so if you get into a state where your heart is just feeling incredibly overwhelmed with grief, I've experienced this in my own life where you can just call on the angels and just envision them along with your mom surrounding you and just allow them to just really bring that healing to your heart. And it's almost like you can just visualize this cloud lifting off your heart and they will take and carry some of that pain at that moment. So I'd also encourage you to call on them and ask them for that. I feel they're there for you for that. Thank you. So. I feel like it is too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tina, does your last name end with, begin with a C? Yes. I know who you are now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I posted on there so I can remind you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Gina, Gina, I found remember, remember, but then I was like, Gina C, Gina C. So, well, hello again. And, and I'm sorry for your loss, but, Truly, Mm -hmm. she's still with you, and miracles will happen. Yes. And there's also the peace of mind card. So that does tell me, too, kind of with what Radley was saying, this idea that it does feel like a transition happening and a big letting go. It feels like with the emotion, there's also other areas of your life that will be letting go as well. And it Mm -hmm. feels like you'll be coming through this transition just feeling like a load has been lifted off of you. I just from this peace of mind card, it's all green, it's soft, it's beautiful, gentle energy. So, yeah, you'll be okay. walking to something great. Something great. I'm looking yes. forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Something lighter. Yeah, freeing thank you, thank for sure. Thank you so much, both of you. Yeah, well, thank you so much for calling, Gina. I'm yeah, glad I got Gina. to. Yes. Nice to talk to you both. Thank you so much. God bless you both. Yes, yes, same to you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. Well, Radley, we're going to have to wrap up our show together. Okie doke. But that thank was you. Fast. 
that was super fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, we've covered some really great points. And I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to all my listeners and all of your listeners about manifesting, about asking the angels for our heart's desires, and then letting them go and just trusting that the universe will provide for us in divine timing. So um, our next show next week, we're actually going to be talking about um, listening to our body and receiving messages from our body and finding out what pain is really telling us. So we can tune in next week, same time on Voice America. And again, this has been Radley and Andrea on the Angel Healing Party. Thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll talk again soon. Thank you for joining us this week for Angel Healing Party. Andrea Keller looks forward to being your guide on another journey to find out what messages your angels want you to know next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Add a touch of light to your day.